The Love Community Chapel presents Times of Refreshing with God's servant, Reverend George Aiko. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Stay tuned as you listen to God's word presented by Reverend George Aiku. Somebody tell it very, very nice. You are beautiful, you are handsome, you are blessed, you are anointed. You are anointed. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Your future is bright. You you know no defeat. You are an unbeatable force. You are a force to reckon with. You can't be discouraged. You are going forward. Yes. Your future is great. Your destiny is accomplished. You have a powerful destiny in your life. Yeah. Look at the person. That person, you look beautiful this morning. Look. You're handsome. You're handsome. Hallelujah. It's great to be in church again. One, one more time. It's good to be in church. Amen. In the house of God, there's peace, there's joy, there's freedom. Hallelujah. Amen. It is good to be strong. Strength is sweet. I told the first service, strength, it is sweet. Hey, when you are not strong and you cannot do certain things, it's so sad. But when you are strong, you can walk, you can walk, you can talk, you can eat, you can sleep. Oh, give God a clap of for that. The grace of God. It's just the grace of God. Hallelujah. And because of his grace, little to one up and appreciate him for the grace. We live by grace. Those who are dead and gone, it's not because they were sinners. But we are alive by his grace. The grace keeps us. The keeping power of his grace is how we live and move and have our being. If I live, if I live, I live for you. I live for you. Should I die? Should I die? die for you. Yeah. 
morning for your presence with us. Thank you for keeping us strong and healthy. We give you praise. We have come to you, Lord. Speak one more time. Once again, speak your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Once again, I welcome the second service of today's service. And I trust that God will use this service to be a blessing to you. Amen. This is a season of crossover. And crossover is a yearly encounter with God. It's a prophetic gathering of our commission for a change of story. Crossover is a yearly encounter with God where we meet God face to face for a change of our story. A seasonal blessing is released for the year to change something that is not right in our lives and to make us change levels so we can serve God better, love him better and be people who are better in this world. Crossover is a season of encountering God and as usual we're going to spend time um, and look into God's word what God says about our crossover, what we expect God to do for us, what God expects us to do for him as well. Amen. Now, in First Samuel chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, This man went up from his city yearly. That is, um, let's start from verse 1 to just understand the scripture very well. Now, there was a certain man of Ramathaim Zophim for the mountains of Ephraim. And his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, an Ephraimite. Verse 2. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, the name of the other Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Verse 3. This man went up from his city, from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Shiloh or Shiloh, anyway you call it. Amen. Also, the two priests of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. So, it's a yearly encounter where we do worship and we do sacrifice. It was this encounter that brought the birth of Prophet Samuel. So, every yearly encounter births something new. It could be a child, it could be a business, a business idea, it could be a new path, a new way to live every yearly encounter unleashes God's blessings upon our lives. So take advantage of this season because it's a season that is actually written in heaven for our sake. What we call is what God accepts. When we call it and we affirm it, God will approve it. It's our season of crossover encounter. Hallelujah. Now, if you read the book of Genesis 41, 49 verse 1. Genesis 49 verse 1. We see Jacob gathering his children. 
to prophesy to them. So it's a prophetic gathering. So gatherings are very important. Sometimes God would intentionally summon the gathering of his people just so he would speak something prophetic into their lives through his servants. If you read Genesis 32, 24 to 31, you see another encounter where Jacob wrestled with, with God, God's angel, for just one single blessing. And if you keep on reading, you see that his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. Jacob means supplanter or deceiver. And that tag, that stigma, that stigma on his name was changed into a prince. From Jacob to a prince, from deceiver to a prince, his story was changed. So every crossover is a change of story. It's a change of identity. It's a change of whatever identifies you as a barren, as a poor, whatever it may be. Crossover is your season for God to change. Change your name. Name that people hear and they laugh at you. It's your time of change. And crossover is your season. So possess it, own it. And the way you actually did approach it, the package the way you package it to yourself is how it will be to you so change your mentality about crossover and from now on take it like God has a message for you has a word for you he has a story for you God has a book for you to write a testimony for you to enjoy so take it serious hallelujah our theme is from 2 Corinthians 3 18. 2 Corinthians 3 18 says that, but we all with unveiled face, beholding us in the glass, the mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Now, so I'll show you two agents of transformation or change. We change from glory to glory. I'll just attempt to show you two agents we need in our lives to help us to transform our lives from one level to the other. Hallelujah. And the first one is what? The word of God. The word of God is an agent of change. You want to change? Your first priority is to consult the word of God. It says, but we all with unveiled face beholding us in a glass in a mirror the glory of the Lord we behold the glory are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory so the point here is that you behold the mirror God's glory and what you behold you are changed in the same image now behold me see is see what you see in the mirror you are changed in the same image how many of you this morning woke up the morning after dressing took a mirror to look at your hairstyle let me see one whoa oh that's powerful so what the mirror told you is what you accepted that your hairstyle is good your face powder was powerful right and everything was good and you accepted it and you left and you are here okay that's fine. So you are beautiful. And you are handsome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, what has this got to do with God's word? Mirror 
symbolically means God's word in the Bible. James 1.23 If anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, the word, the word, he's like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. You understand that? So, God's word represents mirror. As you share. So, what you see in the mirror reflects your image, which you accept that this is me. Now, go back to our, our scripture, Second Corinthians. He said, You behold and you are transformed and you become what you behold. So, what God's word shows you is what you become. What you see in the word is what you are transformed into. The word is very important. Amen. It's a major agent of change. See the word. See the word. See the word. In Matthew 8 verse 8, a man came to Jesus and then asked him to come and heal his servant. But the man said something. No. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not wealthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word. Speak what? A word. Amen. And my servant will be transformed, will be healed. And levels will change. Speak the word and my servant will change level from sickness to healing. Speak the word. Only the word. So the word you hear and the word you see and the word you speak which you see is what you are transformed into speak the word only and my servant will change level from being sick to being healthy Ezekiel 2 from verse 1 to verse 2 we see another way God's word transforms us Amen. And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet and I will speak to you. This man was so lying down. He couldn't stand. God says, I want to speak to you. But the man couldn't get up. Ah! Then the spirit entered me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet. Stand up. He couldn't stand. Until he heard a word. When he heard the word, the Holy Ghost entered him. So, the entrance of the word is accompanied by anointing, by the Spirit. As you are here right now, you are not only hearing the word, something is entering you. So, he said that, then the Spirit entered me when he spoke to me, when he spoke at the same time to me and set me on my feet. So he couldn't get up until the word has been spoken to him and the Holy Ghost entered him then he stood up. If you are down in life, you will stand up again. Yes, you will stand up again. If your business is down, it will stand on its feet again. If you first some time ago and you've lost your Christian life, your, your Christian uh, whatever you are standing again, 
Yes. Yes. If something is down in your life, marriage is down in your life, your life is down. As you hear the word, the Holy Ghost and the word will make you stand your feet again. You stand on your feet. You, you are bouncing back to life. You are bouncing back to life. You are bouncing back to life. And the cost, the agent responsible is the word of God. So please move with the word. Take the word of God seriously. It works. You will stand on your feet again. You fell down. Everything is going bad. And so what? You will stand again. Please never laugh at people who are down. Almighty God has a plan for them. If you see a pastor who is down, don't laugh. A sister, brother who is down, don't laugh. Are you the creator? God is capable of restoring the person again. You will stand on your feet again. So, take shelter in God, in his word. Things will change. Life will change. You will change levels. In Acts 10 verse 44, Peter went to preach somewhere. And when he was preaching the word, the Holy Ghost came. It's amazing how the Holy Ghost always moves to the word. Every time. Every time. Every time. When you speak God's word, the Holy Ghost says, I'm going to execute it. God gives the inspiration. Pastor speak the word. Holy Ghost executes it. So the Holy Ghost is an executive executor of God's word. It's what? The executive executor of God's word. Refuse the word, Holy Ghost will not come. Yes. Are you with me? One of the things you must understand is that you must even see the word. What you see in the word is what you become. What you see is what you become. First Samuel 3 verse 21 And the Lord appeared again in Shiloh for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. The Lord revealed himself. God reveals himself through his word. The word of God is the major game changer. Level changer. The equation may not be good. When God's word intervenes, the equation will change. You may start life from the low side. When God's word comes in, the equation will change. You may think you are nobody, you are nothing in life, you are too late in life. Let God's word come in. The equation will what? Change. The Lord revealed himself by his word. So what do you see in the word? Jeremiah 1 verse 11. You must see the word. Not just hear, see. Convert the grammar into pictures. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? If God should come right now, the same question he will ask you. Kwabi, what do you see? Ephia, what do you see? What do you see? 
And he said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Verse 12. Then when he said that, I have seen something. The Lord responded. Then the Lord said to me. Listen. When you see something, God will say something. When you see something, God will say something. The answer from God depends on your sight. What you see. He said, you have seen well. You have seen well. For I am ready to perform my work. Give me King James. I will hasten my way to perform it. If you see well, God will do well. Delay will be a thing in the past. I will hasten what you see. I will hasten what you see in the word. So there will be speed in your life based on what you see. Now, every delay be broken this morning. Delay in marriage. Delay in business. Delay in building. We cancel the deal of delay in Jesus' name. And we cast it out. But it all depends on what you see. If you see well, he will do well. That's it. It's there. Thou are seen well. So are you seeing well at all? No. That's the point. Are you seeing well? Maybe you can see, but not well. One man was healed and Christ said, what do you see? I see human beings like trees walking. Ah, is that what you see? May the Lord open your eyes to see better. See a better life. See a good life. See healing. See prosperity. He saw human beings walking. And Christ said, oh, you need help. You need help. And Christ prayed for him again. Can you see this? I can see well. I pray for you this morning that your eyes will open to see well. Begin to see well. Every blindness in your eyes that you can't see be scraped off to this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What do you see? When the time God do something for somebody, he comes to you. What do you see? Genesis 13 verse 14 15. And the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord had separated from him, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are. Where you are. Bubuashi, where you are. Katamanto, where you are. Abuguloshi, where you are. Amen. Sukura, where you are. Amen. Look from where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you, not me, not God, which you see, I give it to you. How much land? How much land? How much land? How much land? No limits. No boundaries. It's yours for taking. There's no limit to what God can do. God has a problem. And God's problem is you and I. Satan is no match for God. It's not God's problem at all. Amen. God's problem, which is a major problem, is you and I. Why? Because we limit God in our sight. The size of our sight determines the size of things we possess. What you see determines what you get. All the land you see, I give it to tell you. It means that you possess what you see. And the extent of your possession is contingent on the extent of your seeing. 
Yes. So, your seeing must be clear. Precise. Don't see human beings like, human beings like trees walking. Don't see blood. Can you see me at all? Very well. Who, who can see me? Maybe I see me like some some shadow or shadow talking. Like a shadow. May the shadows flee from your seeing. Hallelujah. Amen. All the land you see, you are seeing healing. It's your portion. You are moving from one level to the other. It's your portion. What you see is what you get. What do you see? Ask your neighbor, what do you see? And tell him, tell him what you see. Tell him. Be bold. Tell him what you see. Tell him. What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? Let me show you what I see about you. Isaiah 2 verse 1 to 3. This is what I see about you. So see like I see. Eye to eye. See eye to eye with me. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos what? What? Ah. Do we hear or see word? But why, why, why is this that? He says so. He's all. It means you must convert hearing to seeing. Tatos kapantai. We hear a lot, but we don't see a lot. So we remain at the hearing level. Convert the hearing into seeing. Convert the grammar. The grammar. I'm going to tell you, grammar is good. But grammar will not give you anything. You need the grammar to be converted into what? Into pictures, images. So, the word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw, we see word. Once you see it, it will happen. You keep seeing. You keep seeing. You keep seeing. You keep seeing. And you become what you see. Maybe now, life is not the best, but keep seeing the better side of life. So, keep seeing. Keep seeing. It doesn't matter. The tree in, in China, very, very, very huge tree. When they plant the seed, it takes five years to germinate. If it were you, you are watering, you are not seeing. What do you start watering? Huh? You stop. You water today, nothing. One year, nothing. Two years, nothing. Five, three years. Ah, what's that? The thing is, I'll, I'll stop. But they keep watering till the fifth year. By the fifth year, this thing starts germinating. In the few, in the, within a few six weeks, the thing is up above all the trees. That is your portion. So keep on seeing, keep on watering, keep on watering, keep on watering. When it starts, you'll be unstoppable. Now it shall come to pass in another days that the mountain of the lost house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills you are above that is what god is saying about you you are on top on top i said you are on top come on shut up on top i'm above above the hills above the hills i'm above the hills that's the church of jesus christ for us amen and all nations shall flow now we know that when the water is flowing it flows from what the top to the bottom 
but here's the case people shall flow from bottom to the top because God's word is unstoppable it is supernatural it breaks the odds contrary things are broken down what can it be done God's word does it it's a specialist in what possibilities that's God's word it flows it, water flows down but this one God make it flow up yes a reverse whatever is not working for you by the word it shall work for you yes whatever is against you shall be for you that is supernatural it shall flow to your advantage verse 3 everybody go many people shall come and say come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the Lord of Jacob he will teach us his ways blah 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 listen the church is a great church we are a great church I don't see this number I see a great church I see great people people come to church in their numbers hallelujah so you are on top come and stand on top so, so that the next thing is that when you see God's word then you pray the word when you see what the word you pray the word so the next agent is prayer Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 hallelujah now to him who is able to do what exceedingly abundantly oh I love this one exceedingly abundantly exceedingly abundantly above all that we want ask how do we ask you pray or or think how do you think you see when you think you are creating images pictures in your mind let me give you an example how many of you uh, have been going to the market let me see man. you buy something in the market okay okay let's do this one let's go home and come you have a fridge in your house right or you know where your bed is uh-huh go to the fridge some apples somewhere there's apples somewhere there's there's banana somewhere am i right am i right yes there's some okra stew prepared and be- somewhere there's okra stew i can see um i can see um condom rest you prepared somewhere you can see can you see can you see yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you are here but you are seeing Yes, that is your mind. That is the power of the mind. Your mind must create pictures. So you ask and see. You ask and think. So as you are praying for healing, you are seeing healing. Are we here? Are we here? Because he took your sickness on the cross. So as you are praying for healing, you are seeing the cross. You are seeing Jesus Christ being beaten on the cross. All his source represents your sickness. Yes, on the cross. And as you keep on seeing the cross, seeing the healing, seeing the healing, it will happen to you. Now, if you want healing, see, look at the cross. Anytime. Can you remember some snakes uh, beat the Israelites? You know the story already. Serpents beat them. What did God say? Take a pole, hang it up. Those who shall see the bronze serpent shall be healed. And those who really saw the serpent, they were healed. And that bronze thing is a cross. Those who seek, I believe. There's a song like that. You can see, my brother, see. Look to Jesus now and see. 
is recorded in Hallelujah. Holy Luke look look and live. Yes, my brother, live. Look to Jesus now and live. It's recorded in his word. Hallelujah. Holy that. Just look and live. That's all. See your future. Great. See it. See the healing. Great healing. Hallelujah. So you ask and think. You must, your asking and your thinking must sink. They must be one. You don't ask, Lord, I want to be healed. After you, hey, I'm sick. Oh, you are seeing sickness. Keep on seeing the healing. And the healing will start from one level to the other. Maybe you can't move your leg. You start moving this once more. And then your waist. Then you start moving. But I don't realize your waist and your legs, everything. Give this a clap of hallelujah. Healing. Healing has come. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, keep on seeing. Come on, keep on seeing. Now, I'll show you a few things that God's word says that you need to pray on. And then we move on. Hallelujah. First Samuel 2, verse 5 to verse 7. I'm showing you level change, okay? Levels we are changing. Things you are changing into from God's word. From God's word. So I'll read from 5 to 7. Now pick the things which are there. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread. Take note. And the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has born seven. And she who has many children has become what? Feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and make rich. He brings low and lifts up. So there are five things I'll mention about change your level over there in the scriptures. It means that from today you are moved from hunger to bellyful. Do you hear me? You are living hunger level. Hunger level to what? Bellyful level. Come on, say I'm living hunger level to bellyful level. You will be full of riches. You will eat and live excess. Are you here at all? Today I speak some powerful food in your kitchen. Your kitchen shall never lack food. Oil, corn, gari, banku, kenke, rice. Receive all. Your levels are changing. You stop begging for food from today. It's over. It's over today. Sister, you won't beg anymore. I declare that you, you're not a beggar from today. No more a beggar. Then number two, he said that from barren to more children. You do see that even the even the barren has bone serving. From today, you are changing level. From barrenness to what to plain to fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. Your life shall be fruitful. Fruitful life. Fruitful business. Fruitful children. Your children shall prosper. They are coming back to God. They are serving God. Yes. See fruitfulness. Um, I put something on the platform. Show it to me. The plenty purple that is, uh, is there. Do it to me right now. You'll be fruitful. Crossover means fruitfulness. Those of you who want children, may the Lord visit you this evening. 
God can change your level. Even Sarah was changed. 90 years woman gave birth to a child. May God change your level this season. Then we see um, uh, the Lord kills and makes her life. He brings down to the grave and brings up. It means that from appointment with death to appointment with life. You do hear that? So, anybody who has that some grave for you, exchange. Exchange. Divine exchange. Divine exchange. The Lord kills. The Lord can kill. And the Lord will give you life. Amen. Now, I see another thing there. The Lord makes poor and make rich from poverty to riches. I want to hear him into this one. Oh, let me hear a bigger amen to this one. A bigger amen to this one. Today, you are moved from poverty to riches. From today, I declare riches in your life. By God's word. By God's word. You have poverty shall be very far. You eat what you like. Sit in a car you like. Wear what you like. Be the house you like. Yes. Somebody built a house and told me, Father, Pastor, I built the house. I have a swimming pool over there. I said, Yeah, thank God. That's your portion. A house with a swimming pool on top. That's your portion. Oh, that's your portion. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Bring me the charging thing. I love it. Bring all. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I declare this church a rich church. Oh, you didn't hear me to this one. The word is a seed. You heard, this, you heard it this morning. I'm sowing a seed this morning. I declare you a rich person by the word of God. You and poverty are far. You are changing levels from poverty to riches. The Lord makes poor and make rich. Somebody will be poor because of you. God shall shift resources. He will shift resources. He can do it. A divine shift. Divine shift. Shall divine shift. Divine shift. Some business is coming your way. Some contract is coming your way. Somebody wants advice for you. Take it. A shift is happening. Amen. God can make poor and make rich. He breathes low and lifts up. That means from low social status to high social status. Your status is changing from today. Now this crossover, I declare your status changing. Don't worry. Very soon your car too will come. This is in your four wheels and you park outside. Yes. Me, I'm declaring you. I'm, look. What you are seeing here I declared some years ago. So I'm declaring again today. Your brand new car is parked. You are Lesos. Take it, take it, sister. From low level, people don't regard you. But the time is coming, they will regard you. They don't call you for meetings, but from a time is coming without you, no meeting. Without you, no family meeting. 
No office meeting. Yes. yes. Now, sit down. In the next five minutes, I have to finish this one. The role of fasting in changing levels. Isaiah 58, verse 6. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness. Fasting breaks wickedness. Wicked people shall be broken. When you fast, yes, wicked men. People are wicked, though. People are just wicked. When you fast, God breaks their wickedness. To undo the heavy burdens. To let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. Come on, every yoke. How many yokes? Which kind of very which kind of yoke? Big yoke, small yoke, medium yoke, low yoke, high yoke, every yoke. Shout every yoke. But Isaiah 10 27 shows us how the yoke is broken. Isaiah 10 27. It shall come to pass in that day that this is burden will be taken away from you. And should end there, and it's yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be, be destroyed. The yoke will be destroyed because of what? The anointing oil. So yours are destroyed. So when you fast, anointing goes up. When you engage in fasting and prayer, your anointing never goes up. That's why you must fast. You must fast. Amen. And when that happens, I tell you, Matthew 17, 21. Matthew, Matthew, yeah. It says that what? However, this kind, come on, say this kind, does not go out. Except by what? Prayer. So when you fast, certain kinds of yoke are broken. A kind, a kind beyond natural. A kind which is difficult to break. Fasting breaks it. Are you here with me? Yes. Then look at what will happen again. Verse 8. Verse 8. As then your light shall break forth like what? In the morning. And your healing shall spring forth speedily. There will be speed in your healing. Do you understand that? Now, let me focus on the light. You change levels. Levels are changed from, from dim light to high light. Now, if, if you enter your room and it's dark, can you see? Ah, please, put the light off and let's see something. This is a very nice light. Put the light off. Is that the life you want? Huh? But when you fast... Put it on. Bright life. Bright life is for you. It's your portion. When you fast, bright life is your portion. Hallelujah. When you fast, you get a bright, a bright light. Proverbs 4.18. Let me show you some scriptures. Thank you, Lord. But the path of the just is like the shining sun. That's your path. That's your way. It shines. That shines ever brighter. Ever what? Unto what the perfect so every day is better than yesterday, and your path will keep on shining and shining and shining. There are different levels of shining. Look at first Corinthians 15 40. Verse 41. Okay, there's one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star. You are a star, your star shall shine, your star shall shine. But we are different kinds of shining. There are different levels of shining. And this crossover, please get the best. Get the highest. If you take it serious as we fast, please, 
your light will shine again. All the dark, all the dark clouds shall be cleared off. So if you some dark clouds cover your life, why? Dark cloud, you do something, it's not working. It's not working. From today, we clear that cloud. We clear it out. Look at something again as an end. Isaiah 30, verse 26. God can give you 700 percent of your shining if you want it. He can double it up or make it 700 percent. Look at that. Moreover, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun. Are we here? If your light is like the moon, God says it shall be like the sun. That is a level change. Come on, say level change. This is your time to change from moonlight to sunlight. Hey, I said what? Oh, sir, from, from what? From what? From what? Moonlight. And we know sunlight is better than what? It shines more than moonlight. The sunlight is your portion. It's your portion. Hallelujah. And then it says what? And the light of the sun will be what? Will be what? Sevenfold. Seven hundred percent. Double fold is what? Hundred percent. But sevenfold is what? Seven hundred percent. Hey, can you imagine the sun at its highest peak at 12 p.m.? Today, if you go to other places like Athens and some part of Europe, they record 33 degrees Celsius times seven. One day. Oh, hallelujah. Praising. Yes. We'll burn to ashes. But this is about life. It says what? As the light of seven days. But, and the light of the sun would be sevenfold. That's what? The light of what? Seven. So it means that one day's light. Book that by seven. Seven days of sunshine in one day. That's your portion. Now it means it means divine speed. It, it means God will do something very fast. Instead of seven days, it have it one day. Shall I receive it? It is you stand and shall receive it. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Then look at the last thing. The last thing. Isaiah 60, verse 1 and 2. Arise and shine. Arise and what? For what? Your light has what? And what? The glory. You are changed from glory to glory. Your glory. Come on, shout glory. Come on, shout glory. But when that happens, look at verse 5. Verse 5. Then you shall see and become radiant. And your heart shall swell with joy. Oh, have joy this morning. So when you see, now it doesn't look like, but see, have joy. Joy means, joy means being joyful, not because of what is happening around. Not happiness, but joy. Happiness is based on what happiness around. But when you see your future, you'll be joyful. This morning, may you receive joy. It says that you see and you see. Come on, see, I see, I will see. I will see. And my heart shall swell with joy. Why? Because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. Continue. And the wealth of what? The wealth of what? Shall what? Who are Gentiles? Unbelievers. They are misusing money. They get money. They are misusing. That money is coming to you. There will be a transference of wealth from the unbelieving world to the believing world. 
If it is you, stand and I shall receive it. The time is coming. All the work of those who are wicked shall come to us. To build God's house. To do God's work. To plant more churches. To build more temples for God. Hallelujah! Stand, 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 stand and shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Come on, pray, 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 pray. What you have seen, pray it. Pray, ask and think, ask and think. Ma Shanda. Ask and think. Ma Katakapa. What you are seeing, pray to be. What you are seeing, pray to be. Ma Suka Parandai. Yes, what you are seeing, pray to be. What you see is what you get. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of I speak it into your being right now. You and poverty are far. You and sickness are far. If you are sick, receive healing right now. Healing is your portion. See right now. If you are weak, receive strength right now. Yes, see, 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 see. And back with prayer. See, 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 see. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift up to one step and say, Lord, whatever I see now, I possess. Whatever I see now, I possess. I see a good life. I see a better life. I'm changing levels from low to high. I'm above and not below. I am on top and not under. I am healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm kicking. Okay, but pray this prayer shortly. We hope God has ministered to you and you've been touched by the word which was brought to you by Reverend George Ayiku, Senior Pastor of Love Community Chapel. You can locate Love Community Chapel at Bubuashi, Ogle Road and adjacent to the AMA sub office. You can join us for any of our three services. First service, 6.30 a.m. in English. Second service, 8 a.m. in English. And third service, 10 a.m. in English with tree translation. For more information, please call 0302-231017 or visit www.lovecommunitychapel.org. You can also visit Love Community Chapel on Facebook. 